Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 14th of March, 2023 Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Greetings go out to our fellow Hong Kongers here and around the world. We hear you, Hong Kong, and we are listening. We had a great time at the Literary Festival this past week. Our student story slam was fantastic, showcasing the brilliant young minds and voices of our local students. And our live show for the Literary Festival was splendid as well, thanks to the crew at Soho House for such an extremely pleasant venue, and to the crew at the Literary Festival for helping to organize. Our next show won't be until the 28th of April 2023, and the theme is Ooh La La. There are workshops up on the meetup now. Join us and have a go at telling your story. Find the links to the workshops at hongkongstories.com. Today's story was told at the previous Hong Kong International Literary Festival way back in 2021. Here is Vincent. So it's New Year's Day, 1979. I've been out with my friends all night partying. We had a great time. One of my old friends from university and my wife as well. But now... My mind is wandering around, and I start thinking about, well, what happens at the beginning of the year? Most people do it. Resolutions. So, what can I have for a resolution? I'm not really sure. But last year, for my big resolution, I decided to run a marathon. And that actually, it came off. So usually with my resolutions, I'm okay. But... It's only January the 1st, so I feel I've got some time. I'm quite eager to go, I'm quite eager to go meet my mum and dad. They would have been out last night partying as well at the local working man's club, as is the Bent in South Wales. I arrive at their home and I love this home. It's the home where I grew up. It's, it's actually, it's the home where I was born. But when I go into the house, it's full of sad people. People have got red eyes. I look at my dad, he sat on his chair by the fire. He sees me and he gets up. And he comes to me and gives me a big bear hug. I can smell the whiskey on his breath. And he whispers in my ear, she's gone, she's gone. Time stands still. I don't know what to do. I've, I've figured it out straight away what's happened. All of my aunties and my uncles were gathered in the house. They all give me big hugs. I sit down on the sofa. I'm falling. In fact, if I don't sit down, I'm sure I'm going to fall over. Somebody comes up and offers me a whiskey. And I say, no, thank you. I'll have a cup of tea. And as they hand me the cup of tea, my mum's voice comes into my head. Yeah, yeah, have a cup of tea. It's just what you need. It'll do you good. My mum was 57. She died on New Year's Eve, of a heart attack. She died 
at home. She was dead on arrival when she got to the hospital. So I'm having to deal with with all of this. I'm sat on the sofa and I'm thinking to myself, where can I go from here? You know, what can I do? My feeling, I just feel like I'm sinking. I feel like the floor isn't solid. And then I think about my mum. My mum was always there for me. She always supported me. She supported me with no regrets, with no, she put no pressure on me. Her favourite saying when she spoke to me was, just do your best. That's good enough. Just do your best. And I was thinking of this. And then I looked across to my dad. And my mum used to support him as well. So my dad used to come home every Thursday night with his pay packet. He'd give his pay packet to my mum. She'd take out some money, say, there's your beer money, and give it back. And then she did everything. So he didn't have to think about anything. All of the bills were paid by my mum. Everything was organised by my mum. And here, here now we've got my dad also even worse than myself. I mean, from a support point of view, he's much more dependent on my mum than I am. I sit down on the sofa and all kinds of thoughts are going through my head. But I think that the pressure of this is too much. All of my relations are standing around just whispering, talking, drinking tea. The atmosphere is too heavy. So I go over to my dad. I say, Dad, come on, let's go for a walk. Yeah, he said, okay, we'll go for a walk. He stands up. He's very unsteady on his feet. I'm sure it's the whiskey. We, we, I support him. We put our coats on. I support him. We walk down the steps and we walk up the path to the golf links. Just stone throw from where we live. It's the countryside. It's wild countryside, rolling fields, hills, chestnut trees. If I look to the, if I look to my left, I can see the sea. If I look to my right, I can see the mountains and the starts of the valleys of South Wales. We start to walk together across the fields, across the hills. We just walk aimlessly. We don't say anything. And I was having kind of funny thoughts. But they kept coming back. So I just said to my dad, Dad, I don't want my mum to be cremated. And he looked at me. And there was a very funny look in his eye. There was almost a sparkle. And he said, that's funny, he said, because I can't stand the crematorium. We're not going to the crem. And he smiled at me. And we carried on walking. We walk some more, we walk some more. And then, out of the blue, my dad just said, we can plant a tree. We can plant a tree in memory of your mum. And I thought to myself, oh, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of some of the acceptance. It's the beginning of moving forward. My dad is a super gardener. He has the best flowers and the best vegetables and Everybody marvels when they pass, pass his garden. 
So this is his way of sort of coming to terms with what's going on. We carry on walking. And I'm thinking to myself, what, what, what can I do now? I mean, I'm sinking lower and lower. I'm not sure what I can do. I feel really bad. And my mother's voice comes into my head again. Just do your best. You can't do better than your best. So I think to myself, well, what's my best? What should I do? And then I look across to my dad. My dad who's usually a tower of strength. He's usually, he looks so strong. His shoulders are hunched. He looks disorientated. He looks dazed. And my resolution comes to me. I need to look after my dad. I need to spend some time helping my dad get through this situation. So my mother's words again kind of saved me. Of course, I was at rock bottom. It wasn't anything kind of simple. This was just the day after my mother died. And for my father, it was going to be a long road to recovery. But I saw that path to recovery, both for myself and for my father. And really from that point on, what was important? The thing that was really important is just step by step. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.